I made two super rookie Southern mistakes this weekend, and I was so worried. I felt so bad for Sadie because she's really the one that got the brunt of it. Sadie, our beagle. Sadie, our rescue beagle. So, so suffered because Callie made rookie summertime rookie, southerner mistakes. Rookie move. So we actually got up pretty early on Sunday and Sadie and I have been going for quite long walks. And I've been trying to find places that she likes to walk because she's a bit skittish and she doesn't love walking around our neighborhood. Well, she doesn't mind it until a construction truck or a landscaping truck or something goes by. She's very, she's so odd. Like buses and cement trucks bother her, but like diesel pickups and fire trucks don't. Fire trucks with sirens blaring. She doesn't even care. Doesn't phase her. She's like, oh, look at that. It's but, a certain type of but, truck she doesn't like. I don't, and we can't figure out, we can't find the common thread behind what she likes and what she doesn't like. So it's just. And a, the other day, like Saturday, we went for a walk and there was a cement truck that was on, you know, when they're turning the cement. Oh, yeah. And that was a disaster. So it's like, you know what? There's a sidewalk in the neighborhood, like one, like a couple streets over. There's a lot of sidewalks, a lot of people out walking. I'm going to take Sadie there. My rookie move was one, I left at 1130. So it felt fine when I left. But after noon, like 12 o'clock. It gets hot quick. It gets hot real fast. And I don't know why I left that late. That was really stupid. I'm actually a little surprised that you didn't stop me and be like, oh, maybe you guys should get up early tomorrow and go. Um, but it was so hot. We barely, we got like two, a mile into it and we were both like dying. Like we had to stop. It was so hot. I felt terrible for Sadie. And you had to sit in the shade, which oh. is Sadie's. You don't feel bad for it because sitting in the shade is her favorite thing to do. She loves to sit in the shade. But I felt terrible because by the time we got home, she was like, <sighs> like, what are you doing to me? And I felt so bad. I asked Jeff, I'm like, should I go throw her in the shower and like hose her down? Oh my gosh. Rookie move. What was my second move that was rookie? I already forgot. I don't know. The heat was a massive problem. Um, and then there were a whole slew of things wrong with my head, but we'll talk about that later. The point is I was so worried that I had hurt the beagle. Um, so in the South people, you can't do that. You can't go on afternoon walks with dogs. It's just not smart. Go early. The sun's killer. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the Furminator brand dog brush. I think I've talked about them before, but they are great for pulling loose fur off dogs. You have the shed. It's the greatest thing. Not getting paid for this. We just. And our dogs love it. Like they think it, it is like getting the world's best back massage. Like Lily gets so excited. Um, and Sadie likes it. 
Sadie does. Sadie, Sadie gets beagle excited. That's Sadie, what we call it. Sadie likes it as much as Sadie likes anything. But you're going to go to the pet store or you're going to look it up online and you're going to go, Jeff, you're out of your mind. I'm not paying that much for a dog brush, but I'm telling you, it's the last dog brush you'll ever buy. And if you have shedding dogs, it's totally worth it. We use ours all the time and we love it. Our dogs love it and it is expensive. But the other ones, the off-brand ones, they just don't compare. Nope. So it's called a Ferminator and I think it'll set you back like 40 bucks, but it's, you'll 40 love bucks it. well spent. Yeah. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for outdoor walks. So what I was thinking about all weekend and I got so many random messages about this. Did the teeth woman write you back? The teeth woman did not write me back, but a lot of people sent me messages about what the teeth might be collected for. Now, if you're tuning into the show for the first time, one of our friends in Nashville, and I guess she saw this in Asheville, right. um, saw an ad like handwritten saying, I need teeth. Don't worry. It's not for voodoo. Here's my email. If you have human teeth. And it was hanging up like on phone poles in the, in the city. Well, here's the thing. If you are, because you, your friend who were, is a dentist suggested that maybe it was a dental student who needed them. No, she said absolutely not. Oh, she said absolutely not. Okay. Some of the people who responded to, to me and said, no, people wouldn't advertise like that. Like they go to dental offices and ask and say, I'm a dental student and show their dental student credentials. And then the teeth have to be kept in a certain like a solution. Like, like they, they don't just walk around asking people for their teeth. Right. So it's not delivered like in a Ziploc baggie on the streets of Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, more than one person sent me links to Etsy pages where people make arts and crafts out of teeth. I'm sorry, but number one, that is disgusting. Number two, that is there's something weird about that. There are people who have had jewelry made from their children's baby teeth. No. Those. I'm not okay with that. So that exists. Are you okay with that? No. That is. So if but you. But these were adult teeth. Okay. But here's what I'm thinking. Asheville is like an artist's community. Like it's a very artistic kind of hippie kind of vibe city where there, where there's a lot of artists and creatives there. So perhaps it's somebody doing some sort of tooth-related art installation. I mm -mm. I want to keep my fingers crossed that the the email that I get the email back, and uh, the next time we talk about this on the show will be when I hear back from the tooth collector. Did you put a Google on it, her email address, and say teeth needed, and see if she has some online thing, so then you could contact? I her? didn't even think of that. I will. I'll Google her email address right after we record this. Who's creepy? Your wife. <laughs> yes, right. Who, who do you know to never cheat on? Your wife. Because guess what? She'll find out. You know that thing on TikTok? Have you ever seen it? I send it to Chrissy all the time. We get a kick out of it. My best friend, Chrissy. And it's like, the. I think the original song is you can do anything you want if you're sexy. Yeah. But the remix of it is you can find out anything you want if you creepy. It's just true. And that's you. That's me. I own it. Uh, I want to make a bold statement about this thing called pregnancy brain. I think pregnancy brain is a myth. 
I think pregnancy brain is a thing that is that is made up by pregnant women in order to to have an excuse to be absent-minded. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's just that and I'm an excuse. Now, I have to say two things about this. First of all, mm, those are fighting words. We're going to get some voicemails about this. If you would like to call and tell my husband how wrong he is, 800-434-5454. I think it's a physical thing. Like, I I think it's like a scientific fact. I don't think, and Mr. Data. Number two, it's going to be really interesting to see how this unfolds for me because I'm so ADD literally diagnosed ADHD. I have it and I'm not medicated for it because of the baby. So my brain's already out of control. And that's what has me thinking that the whole thing is a myth because you just, like you forgot your, you went out on a walk, you forgot your phone. Oh, that was the other rookie move. See, I remembered now. So the other rookie move was I didn't charge my Apple watch. I forgot my phone and my Apple watch died. So if something had happened to Sadie, I couldn't have called Jeff to come get us. But that's par for the course for you. Like you would. Um, But well, not the watch thing. Like I always come home and I immediately take off my Apple watch and I always put it on the charger. It's something I always do. Now forgetting the phone. Yes, that's me, but not the charging. So my thought is that Pregnancy brain isn't a th- your brain. You're thinking. You're 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 remembering parts of your brain. Whatever that is, it's not all. Like it doesn't get worse when you're pregnant. You just have more on your plate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you're wrong. So I would like to, and if you, I will do the research. I'm pretty sure there's a scientific explanation for it. Like I think there's like, yeah, I think you're gonna be surprised by the facts. And I'm sure we're going to get phone calls from people who are like, oh no, when I was pregnant, I walked out of my house wearing no shirt because I completely forgot to get dressed. And I drove halfway to work and realized they didn't have pants on. Just to be fair, where we're starting though, I have a picture somewhere on Instagram from like so long ago when I first joined Instagram, I went to my office wearing two watches. Two watches on the same wrist? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So you put a watch on and then you like brushed your teeth and then you put another watch on and walked out of the house. Yep. And I didn't realize it until lunch. Maybe it's my experience that pregnancy brain is. What You have experience with pregnancy brain? Yeah. You like maybe I'm just dismissing it because you are so off the wall absent minded anyways. You know, what's going to be interesting is when um, we're done having kids and I am remedicated for my ADHD. You've never known me taking meds. I am so efficient. You're either going to fall madly in love with different Callie or you're going to be like, I don't feel like I know this person. Like, don't take if that it, anywhere. If it keeps the house clean, I'm fine with it. I'll, 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 I'm totally cool with it. And that is not a sexist statement, by the way. I'm just Jeff is so tidy and he cleans all the time and I not so much. Not so much. So it's not like a, you know, if that gets you to clean the house, he just wants me to like put things back where they belong. Good news, bad news, uh, pregnancy related this, this past weekend. Um, the good news is Callie's belly suddenly appeared. It did. Like even Jeff noticed, I thought it would just be me that noticed. And he looked at me on Friday and was like, Whoa, yeah, it just like popped out. That's the good news. The bad news is she's been sitting on pillows for 48 hours because her tailbone is in terrible pain. I, and I read about this. There's all this like weird stuff that I, 
didn't know about pregnancy that people don't just talk about because it's a weird thing to be like, yeah, my tailbone really hurts and my hips are super sore. But um, I'm learning stuff like that in my books. I had no idea that you didn't give the baby a bath for two weeks. None. You did it? No idea. That I knew. Did not know. Um, but I would have washed that thing twice a day. Like, I don't know. It would just, it's, they seem dirty to me. Babies are dirty? Yeah. So I would have been like hosing them off all the time if I didn't read that. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're reading your book. Um, no, my, I feel like I ran 10 miles and then I fell on my butt. That's how I feel. It hurts really bad. So I've been doing some yoga stretches. I think I was kind of like putting off buying pregnancy things that I don't need, but I think I might need a pregnancy pillow to sleep in, which is going to be not good for you because they're huge. What is a pregnancy pillow to sleep in? I thought it was just like a body pillow that you like lean up against. It's like a U-shaped pillow, but it's like half the size of a queen bed. I mean, it's huge. But what do you, how, what does it do? Um, I think it just supports your body in the right ways. Like you're supposed to have, do you sleep on your side with it or on your you sleep on your side Yeah, and you're supposed to put it in between your legs. It's just supposed to be like a better sleeping posture. Um, and it's funny. I was talking to my mom about this yesterday and she said that she never went back to not sleeping with a pillow in between her legs because it's so comfortable and good for your back and good for your body. So I wonder if we're all like sleeping wrong. Hmm. And she's never gone back. So I don't know. But this this pain that I've had, I mean, I've it's I am the, not the, I don't have a low pain tolerance. And this is pretty. Yeah, it's probably like a five. The tailbone part of it, that's probably just a side effect of the rest of your body moving to get in the right place. Right. I think when I read about it. It said that it's like your baby and uterus and all that kind of stuff is pushing against your tailbone and that's uh, what causes it. So see, yes, like it's because everything's kind of moving around, but I'm so grateful for yoga. See, because I think that's a myth too. Yoga? Tailbone pain. Like I think you- This is going to be a really long pregnancy. If I think you keep you, up with this, I'm about to smack you from over here. I think you read about it and then you just planted it, it planted a seed in your I head. I didn't read about it. I felt it. And then I Googled, <laughs> why could this be happening to me? And it popped up and it's like, oh yeah, it's one of the most common pregnancy symptoms. I'm just kidding about that. Pregnancy brain myth, sore butt, probably true. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. And yoga what? And yoga, so I've been, I'm like stretching, using a pillow, using my yoga bolster, like in between my knees. So anyways. <laughs> Callie's over the, I have ended the pregnancy discussion for today. That's because you got on my nerves. She's so annoyed right I now. Am. Let's move on. Let's move on and say thank you so much to the partners who have made uh, the episodes, this episode and all the episodes this week possible. Thank you so much to our advertisers. The first step is the hardest, right? Usually that applies to therapy too. It is so hard to find someone and then how do you start? And then right now, like, can you even go into anyone's offices? Okay. Well, don't worry about any of that because BetterHelp has you covered. Here's what you want to do. You want to go to betterhelp.com slash upside, fill out a couple of questions about yourself, and they're going to hook you up with one of their 
licensed professional counselors. They have thousands. Okay. They're going to hook you up with who they think is the best fit for you. And you can get started with therapy over the phone or video chat or text message. And if you're not completely satisfied with the first person they match you with, they will hook you up with someone else. No questions asked, no awkward conversations here. Okay. If you've been thinking about therapy, I highly recommend it. It has changed my life and it can change yours too. Get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Do you have that kind of dad who has tons of stories, but getting them out of him is like pulling teeth because he either thinks that you don't care or he figures he told you the story once 20 years ago, why does it have to come up again? Well, there's something out there called StoryWorth that is a fun and engaging way for you to get those stories out of dad and on paper. It's an awesome way to preserve memories for future generations of your family and It's a great gift idea. Here's what it does. It emails dad questions, question prompts that he then writes the answers to. The whole family can take a look at those and ask dad any questions they have, whatever. And then the final draft of that ends up in a book that can be given to every member of the family. Dad's memories can be archived into a book and everybody gets a copy of it to cherish forever and ever. If this sounds like something cool for your family, please go to storyworth.com slash upside, learn more about it, and you'll save 10 bucks off your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash upside, save $10 off storyworth.com slash upside. Okay. So if your dad is like mine, or if you have a dad like Jeff Dollar, they're not easy to shop for and they don't fall into the traditional categories. Like I always see like, oh, for the golfer dad, for the dad who watches TV. Okay. My dad is neither of those and neither is Jeff Dollar. So I always have to be a little more creative than what I... typically see online. And Duke Cannon is a great company that I want to introduce you to. They have really unique products for dads that are going to make a great Father's Day gift. They have beer soap, which is from their Patriot collection. And for every Patriot collection purchased on DukeCannon.com, they're going to donate $5 to Folds of Honor. And that's a nonprofit that provides educational scholarships to spouses and children of America's fallen and disabled military service members. They also have one of my favorite products is the Bloody Knuckles Hand Repair Balm. Now, I love my man, but his hands, not the softest. And when we got our first shipment of Duke Cannon, the Bloody Knuckles Hand Repair Balm, he was like, oh my gosh, you've got to smell this. It smells amazing. And it really, really does. Your guy is going to love this. Visit Duke Cannon and use the promo code UPSIDE for 10% off your entire order. You can get free shipping with over orders of $20 as well. Visit DukeCannon.com. Use the promo code UPSIDE for 10% off your order now. Here are my three random things for today. Callie, you'll appreciate this first one very much, even though this applies really every week for you. But this week is Pet Appreciation Week. Aww. Yep. Uh, this is from the American Veterinarian Medical Association. Uh, this is a time to thank our furry companions and feathered companions and finned companions Thank them for the comfort and support that they give us all year long. You know what I was thinking about? Um, 
this, you know, because I had last week was just not very good for me mentally. The amount of joy that our dogs bring to me, I mean, it calms me down when I walk in the door and they're excited to see me. And then I sit down and they jump on my lap. Like animals are so, I can't imagine my life without an animal in it. And they do a really good job, especially Lily. Lily is really good at knowing when one of us is upset in any direction, Mm -hmm. like mad, sad, frustrated, whatever. And she just kind of comes over and touches. Like she'll just put her head on, she'll put her head on her lap or she'll just use her paw and like slap at our hand. She's very emotionally intuitive. Yeah. And then Sadie, our, our beagle does it from more from a distance. So she'll come in the room that we're in if we're mad or something. And she'll immediately turn her back to us and sit and stare at the wall. Right. But she comes (laughs) in and then like when we go to bed, She'll just like, after the lights are out, she'll come in after dark, jump up on the bed and just like lie next to us and just be like, I'm here for you. I don't want anybody to know. Do not talk about this, but here's a hug. <laughs> and that's what she does. But anyways, it's the beagle way, uh, the veterinarians recommend offering a delicious treat, taking them for an extra long walk or tossing a ball, getting them a toy, anything like that. But not an extra long walk after noon. Right. Uh, number two, if you are feeling down or anxious, something you could do to help that splash ice cold water on your face from your hairline to your chin. This is going to trigger increased blood flow to your head and your brain. It'll slow your heart rate and it, um, triggers things that release things that cause your body to relax. It's a natural way to reach a calmer and happier mood. Uh, My third random thing is uh, the Chick-fil-A dining rooms are going to be opening soon. They've got, uh, you know, socially distanced rules in place uh, that all, you know, make sense. Employees are going to have their face covered. They've got to wash their hands frequently. Um, Their self-serve stations for drinks and all that's going away. So if you need, you know, ketchup or if you got to get a refill on your Coke, you got to go ask for it. All that common stuff. Mm -hmm. The one I'm most excited about is all meals are going to be served in to-go bags. So there's going to be no more tray that you have to carry to your table in the dining room or the restaurant. Nice. I'm into that. I'm into that because trays always make me nervous. They're disgusting. What? <laughs> That's not why. Well, I, no, but like every time I've touched a tray, I would say 90% of the time I touch a tray, whether it be like fast food or like a meat and three or whatever, it's like sticky or something like it never, I've not touched a tray and I'm like, Oh, this feels clean and sanitary. I would like to drop this tray and eat with my hands. It's that's a good point, which is why they're going away. But I always, I've never been a server in a restaurant and, you know, I appreciate being able to hold, you know, four entrees, two drink refills and two salads on a giant round service tray and then bring it through the tables of a crowded restaurant without spilling. I appreciate that. I don't have that confidence. So I either have to carry a tray like with one hand and it's always so heavy, especially if there's a drink on there, that it starts to hurt before I get to the table, or I have to carry it with both hands, Mm -hmm. right? Or I want to carry it with both hands, but that's frequently not 
possible. And it just, it's always made me nervous. Hmm. Tray, carrying trays through crowded restaurants, also staircases that don't have a railing on one side. Yeah, that's weird. Like it, I don't see myself as someone that use, uses handrails. But when they're not there, it's so noticeable. It's weird. But I'm fine if there's if the if it's a regular like an enclosed staircase with no handrails, I'm okay with it. I'm talking about like the modern houses that have us that have like an open staircase with no handrail or you feel railing. Like you're gonna fall. Yeah. Like I would feel like I would have to be touching the wall on the other side the whole way down the stairs. I think your I think our brains want handrails. Like even if we don't use them, I think something about it being there feels safe. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's weird, but I think it's true. So, uh, those are my three random things for today. So we are, as we speak, packing up this show and heading on the road. We're going to go to, uh, the beach for a few days. The reason we're going, I think it was last week or the week before we talked about our annual 4th of July trip and whether we were going to go and stay in the hotel and what the world was going to look like then. And we actually scrapped that trip in exchange for this one. Yeah. So we got a, um, a condo on the beach and we are doing everything we can. Our safety standards have not changed and we're both a little nervous to be totally honest, but we're doing all of our grocery shopping here, packing the car, cooking in and then walking to the beach and that'll be our little vacation. I have a week off and we weren't sure what we were going to do. And the options are kind of limited right now for obvious coronavirus right. reasons. Um, so we didn't know what we were going to do. And we spent so much time talking about this, like an abnormal amount of time talking about this and doing like, okay, is it like, because there's pros and cons to every form of travel right now. Yeah, so we we eliminate and with Callie being pregnant, obviously we're we're being even more cautious than we normally would be. So it had to be driving distance and then we decided to swap out the hotel for a condo and our plan is to get it is to do to take food from our house and go grocery shopping and pack up the coolers and when we get there and get into the condo like we're not leaving. We're either going to be at the condo or at the beach in front of the condo or the pool that the condo has. Mm -hmm. um, and we're fully prepared if the beach was like super crowded uh, to come back inside, you know, mm -hmm. if we if we have to or move to the pool or if, if the pool got crowded, move, move to the beach. But I yeah, it's just so weird. I don't do well with unknown. So the fact that we wouldn't know what the world looked like over the 4th of July week was just totally weirding me out. And I would have been super bummed if we didn't get to, to go on a trip this summer, you know, to the beach. Cause it's yeah, like we our love thing. The beach. It's our thing. And usually we do like two trips a year to the beach. Um, this year is different, but, um, hopefully it'll be good. Hopefully people are behaving and hopefully we won't even be around people. So, um, and yeah, 
that's what we're doing. But anyways, when we go on vacation, we still record shows. So we will have a new show for you every day this week. We are not going anywhere. We, I mean, we are going somewhere, but we're not going anywhere. The show's not going anywhere. The show is not going anywhere. Um, We will still be broadcasting as we go. So we will be right here with you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I don't know anyone that is happier than me, Callie, that your Instagram hiatus is over. Jeff hates when I take social media breaks. Well, at least now you announce it because you're so good at Instagram and you post like great like stuff every day and you used to like get bur- you know burned out like just on input i don't think it was instagram it was just input, input. in general mm-hmm. and then you would just say i'm not going to do instagram for 5 days and you wouldn't tell anyone and then after about 48 hours people would start reaching out to me They're like where is she <laughs> so now you've started telling people which helps but now people send me things and say hey if you talk to Callie tell her i said hi and i hope everything's okay like and that, like I get inundated with them and I which is funny because I lost a ton of followers last week well those I lost a ton of followers too and I think that is you know related to to the the stuff we were posting related to, to Black Lives Matter Black Lives and, Matter yeah. and the the, the Right. Which I, is like I don't this. want to call it. Poli- it's not a. Poli- that's the thing that's so frustrating is the people who told me while they why they were leaving were saying I don't want you to get political, but to me, like, treating everybody as an equal is not a political thing. It's not. It is zero percent political. It is. Yeah. The the way it is political, if you want to go way down into it, is if you don't like the way something is going. Like if you don't like the way cases are being tried, you know what I mean? Like you vote against the judges, you vote against the DAs, you vote against. So in that way, but it's not a political statement. It's standing up for what's right. And, you know, we had to bring it up on our Facebook page because we have a Facebook group where people, you know, talk about the show and stuff. And people were asking, are we allowed to discuss this because it's a political issue and I had to post something and go, it's not, not a, political a political issue. issue. Right. Like there are political steps that can be taken to resolve it. Right. In whatever manner you believe it to be resolved. Right. But equal rights for every human being is not a political issue. It's just a human rights issue. It's a human issue. It's a human. Yes. And we're all humans. But it was so funny because, yeah, I. I, I love and hate Instagram. I love it so much. But then I got so burned out. And then you were like, hey, you know, like you should come back. And then I got so many nice messages. And then I came back and it was like 150 people unfollowed you. Yeah. They think that you suck. I was like, oh, well, see ya. Don't let the door hit you. Bye. Jeff, I'm sure you've already figured out who Zoe is, but... I'm telling you, after spending a lot of time in Asheville and almost moving to Asheville, the main clue is that she said it is not going to be used for voodoo. So I'm 99% sure, and my sister and I have been talking about it, we're 99% sure it's some weird, crazy art project, not serial killer 
because that's not Asheville style, but definitely on the um, funky side. And your biggest clue is that she had to give a disclaimer. It's not going to be used for voodoo. And so typically the kind of folks who are skilled in voodoo or are aware of it in Asheville are funky artists. Uh, that's our two cents. Love you guys. Bye. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people just like you. You can explore new skills. You can deepen your existing passions. You can get lost in creativity. The Skillshare community is so great right now because if you're feeling anxious, if you need to settle your mind, you can find classes that are going to help you express yourself, whether it's in photography, writing, painting, if you're uncertain about what's next, maybe change your focus with a creative challenge or focus on taking control of the unknown by taking a productivity class or something that's going to help you set structure. There are so many ways that you can use a Skillshare membership to actually make you feel better. So whether you want to be more creative, like writing or painting, photography, music, anything, animation, anything like that. If you want to be more technical and learn about coding or programming, or if you want to brush up on uh, skills that can help you get a job, Skillshare can help you. Go to Skillshare.com right now slash upside. That's Skillshare.com slash upside. You're going to get two months free premium membership. Skillshare.com slash upside and explore two months absolutely free just for being a member of the Upside community. Hello. Good morning. Well, good morning right now. This is Lauren from Jupiter, Florida. And you guys touched briefly today on the term butcher and a person who cuts fish. If they're also a butcher. And I had to ask because I thought there has to be a term. And there is. It is a fishmonger if you are a person who sells fresh seafood. And it's one word. F-I-S-H-M-O-N-G-E-R. Fishmonger. 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 Hunger. Yep. So there you go. Learn something new every day. Thanks, guys. Love your show. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Kim. Um, I was listening to your Friday show, and you were asking about the fish butcher at Publix. Well, my husband is a meat manager for Publix, and they actually have someone in each meat department that is a seafood specialist that that's what they specialize in that's all they do and so it's not just anyone that works in the meat do, in, in the meat department does the seafood they have their own specialist so just so you know um have a great day bye hi kelly and jack this is lauren again you had played my message on your podcast this morning and you sound like you don't believe me when they have to collect their own teeth and I promise you we did have a jar in the back with some solution and it was filled like a mason jar kind of filled to the top with teeth yeah I mean it's very common for students to come to dental offices or the oral surgeon like your friend said and request teeth and you hold them and you know put them in a jar or alcohol jar and um, store for them to get and that's what happens so um, I know it sounds funny but it's true hey Callie and Jeff this is Ashley from Atlanta I just listened to the episode um, where you and Callie were talking about uh, not feeling like you have the energy to be really good friends right now and like hiding inside kind of keeping in your bubble which is totally fine we're all doing it totally get it 
but as a single woman who lives alone, I just got to say, don't forget to check on your single friends because we're not getting any interaction and it's not pretty sometimes. So don't forget about your single friends. Bye, y'all. Love you. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, the human race. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as a human being. It's time to get over this thing, and we'd best get over it pretty soon. <laughs>